You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Trick or treat, Lone Star Radio listeners. This is Dick, the general manager, taking this quick moment to remind you that Lone Star Community Radio is looking to fill some of our talk show slots along with some of our DJ slots. We have a new show airing on the 10th, Making Connections with Stacey Harris, which will air every second Tuesday of the month at 1 p.m. Make sure to check it out along with our other programs on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information on Lone Star Community Radio, visit us online at IRLoneStar.com. And again, if you're interested in doing something with us, Call the station, 936-647-3776. Thanks for checking out this recording, and I hope you guys enjoy. Morning's Lone Star. Apologize for not being here this morning. Skippy had to skip out, and he should be on his way in, hopefully. But now it's just Jake and I. Welcome, Morning's Lone Star. This is our talk block for Wednesday, October 18th, 2017. Beautiful day outside. Uh, Bumper music featured is going to be Jake Ward. They came out with a new EP. He's one of my buddies from Corpus Christi, good Texas country. He played here for the Conroe Americana Music Festival not too long ago. But you can check out his new EP on iTunes. Definitely worth it. All tracks are worth it. Uh, but welcome. So we are a morning show from 8 to 11. 10 to 11 is our talk block. And uh, our show is sponsored by Conroe Coffee. And, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. So let's get to it. You know, I wish Skippy was here, Jake. Why? Because Ellen DeGeneres got the exclusive interview on this uh, Las Vegas shooter. Well, he's going to be in shortly, and so, I do want to talk to him. I have not seen this video, and this so interview. It's pretty interesting. It's a little it, – it, he's supposed to be on it today, and it's a pre-scheduled or pre-recorded interview. So is he's going to be on – or the pre-recorded interview is going to air during her show today? Yes. What time does her show come on? I, you know? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't watch know. daytime television, so – out of your nose in the daytime. So that tells you how much I know about Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I, uh, I, every time I go get an oil change, they always but, have it on. You know, the conspiracy theories are already out about it, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see what really turns out from this, and especially Skippy's point of view. Uh, I, I honestly think what it is is he's just nervous, and he needs a lot of coaching because there is – I mean, this is such a high-profile case. You can't slip – or accidentally say the wrong thing because that happens all the time when you're put on the spotlight and you're like, oh, instead of saying he went left, he actually went right, and that screws up the whole timeline and everybody's, you know, whatever. So uh, this is just a security guard, guys. Like this isn't some, you know, FBI agent who's been trained and, you know, he just went to go check out this disturbance and then get sh- got shot in the leg. But uh, what is it? Well, the only thing that's weird about it, I will say, that it, it seems a lot – it's really rehearsed. I think that's the biggest issue with it. But then again, he's probably that nervous that he has to be coached. Have you, you you've seen the video? Uh, it leaked. Well, yeah, you told me that. Um, it, it was he, he's Hispanic, I take it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, does he have a thick accent or? I'm trying to think of of I'm trying to 
come up and give the guy excuse of why. No, I don't. I mean, I don't think. I think what they're going to do is not even focus on that. I don't because it still isn't a good answer. That's the problem because it is it's such a suspicious thing. And I think it's one of those things that will never be explained. But then again, you can't force somebody to do answer anything. This isn't Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> I mean, so do we know what happened with the ER situation yet? No. And they, they, that's what I'm saying. They're just not going to answer those questions. I mean. Why? Because they feel that it's not necessary, I guess. I feel like it's necessary. I want to know what happened to them for those two, 24 hours. Yeah. And well, I think really what really what it covers, they just go over what happened when he ran into the yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I figured that's all the video would cover. So, but it, still, there's there's a ton of questions, and uh, you know, I want to know. I, I want to know. I've got. I still got questions, and I know he's not going to be a, a a key person to answer the questions about the shooter himself. But um, I don't think we're ever going to really find out what was going on with that gentleman. But, uh, I mean, it's just a crazy situation. And the fact that Ellen got that, I, I wonder if that's why he bailed on all the other uh, interviews that he was signing or signed up for. And I, I don't, I don't want to, because from the way it sounds, I don't want to put it in to where, like, hey, money had a factor in this. Yeah, well, I mean, like, the whole, if you just look up this guy and, like, the timeline between after it happened and here, it was just mishandled because really what you're faced with, you're faced with the mafia of the casinos and then you're faced with the mafia of the FBI. And it's just like they're basically they didn't want to do the same story. And then they have the union who protects the security guards in Las Vegas. There's like a huge union there. Hmm. So like, for example, he within like two weeks of this happening, he was given an award by the union and it was like a award ceremony. It was like a plaque. Before all before all this went down? Yeah. Well, no, like after the Las oh, Vegas shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And like so between that and this interview, like he went to an award ceremony to honor him. And so like he was out and about doing stuff and then he just decided, hey, I'm not going to talk to anybody until I choose to talk to somebody. That's what he's claiming. So it's just kind of weird. I mean, it's just one of those things that clearly they had to get the story straight. There's so many – I mean there's so many things going on with this shooting that no one can cl uh, paint a clear picture for the public. Do you think do you think he had pressure from the casino oh, itself yeah. to not talk? I think that he had pressure from everybody saying you gotta say the right thing. I think that's where they had pressure. That's where he's getting pressure from. I, well, I, I I figured that. And Ellen's probably the safest interview because she, if you watch her interviews, I've seen a couple of her. She's she basically is the person who meets you before the interview and says, "What do you want to talk about? All right, this is what we're gonna talk about. That's what we'll talk about." And like she didn't really surprise anybody. She, did, I mean, it's more, it's all fixed. All of her, all her stuff is. I, I know this is left field and you know, kind of off topic a little bit, but I heard one of her stand ups the other day, and I, I didn't realize she ever did stand up. A and B, they're kind of funny, but they're also kind well. Of my favorite conspiracy theory right now about this interview is apparently she has a bunch of slot machines in the casinos. Well, she does. So that that's the conspiracy now is she's in the cahoots with the casinos. And so that's why they chose her because they knew they could. The casino know, chose her not to do the interview. Yeah, not yeah. necessarily. I mean, him. let's be honest here. You have this national tragedy here. You have one interview. Who are you going to do the interview with? Um, I don't know. I don't. I, I I I would stick away from any of the late night late night guys. 
just because I they they can turn that into such a political you know distraction yeah. altogether. I don't know. I, I don't know enough of the interviewing world. Like, I wouldn't go TMZ. I wouldn't go anything like that. I, I, I guess Ellen's probably the safest. She's the nicest out of all of them, as far as I can tell. Yeah, but Ellen, Ellen isn't known to be a news reporter, like to do news interviews. Not news interviews, no, no. More more on the Or investigating interviews. Or I mean, more just interviews. I mean, she's known for doing like socialite, TMZ yeah, interviews. but pop interviews, yeah. But not for like breaking stories or anything like that. So that's just kind of weird. To me, it's more of like 60 Minutes. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to do 60 Minutes either because, again, there's there's political agendas there that they can. Just, what's nice about the 60 Minutes is it's edited. It's controlled. Well, I, I understand that, and it's not. It's because I mean, if you're doing Ellen, there's only like two camera pans, and you can't really. But I feel like Ellen's not going to try to try to put any personal biases. Oh yeah, on it biases, biases, yeah, biases. I don't know. It's just kind of weird for, for me. It's that's kind of a weird first choice. I know biases. It's, it is a weird first choice. So, so I, you I, agree I, with me on that one? I, I know. <laughs> I know our friend Skippy will have a lot to say about it. I, and I wish uh, I was more informed in on this. I, I didn't even realize that he that this interview leaked and everything like that. Yeah. And, and so it, it's going to air today. It should be airing today. But then it's on Ellen. Like that's what I'm saying. It's got such an odd time frame to put it on midday television. It's great for her. And this is the first first real time. like constructive interview outside of the police talking about this incident. First hand, like first hand yeah, yeah, no, encountering no, no, no. with the shooter. I'm trying to think where it goes from here. Like, what's next? What, what's next in the story? Because we, we have we heard a lot from the Asian roommate of the shooter. No, we've heard. I mean, there's been not. There's not a constructive report on either the who. The, we know the who. We don't know the why. And it's, we know the how. Uh, we are, no, we really don't know how, the how. Well, because the timeline's so screwed up. I, I so I mean, we we know well, how. But like, the, how did he get all the guns in there? He had access to the elevator. I mean, there's a lot of like little questions that all add up to more more questions. Yeah, how did he get into the elevator? How how like why did he have access to it and stuff like that? But then again, we're not investigators, so hopefully we're not going to be put in that situation where we're Ellen and asking the hard questions. But, but just uh, Ellen Ellen asking hard questions. No, no. no if you watch the interview, if I'll, you, I'll have to watch you, it. You'll see a lot of coaching, but that's how her interviews are. That's how like she's she's softball. That's what she does. She does. She's not there trying to screw you up or anything like that. I was just when I think of Ellen interviews, I think of the Tom Cruise interview and just him jumping on the couch. That's Oprah, dude. Is that Oprah? Oh, well, that's the same thing. Is it? I'm just daytime television. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is. But uh, you know, we had an exciting sports day yesterday. I decided the first time ever to watch the Astros. You jinxed them, and then I jinxed it. I was you like, "Oh, they're doing well. Let me watch this game." And then they aren't doing well. And then I, my favorite thing about it is the stereotype New York Yankee. Everyone hates the Yankees, and then everyone's going to hate this Judge character because he seems to be performing well in the postseason. And so it's just kind of funny that. Somehow the Yankees always have their ace in the hole with like a savior almost. Yeah, but the, they're so far ahead in their development, and and God, the the pinstripes are so polarizing, and it's just and I don't I I cannot stand the Yankees. Why? Just because they spend a lot of money? Just because of the New York Yankees. I was I was well, born and raised that way. That you just hate. Well, the how about uh, <laughs> what's I'm saying? It's just kind of funny that it's somehow the karma of the world always comes back. And somehow you don't want you don't want the winners to win. That's not. Fun. Well, are they good? 
I don't even know. Like, I remember uh, for a while they were pretty bad. They're the worst team in the playoffs right now. Okay. If Performing, you, like, stat-wise from the season. If you just look at, yeah, at, and then the players that they have, the talent that each player has overall, they're, they're, they're not a bad team, but they are the worst team that's remaining. Now, do the you think that's four. because the home field advantage they had? or Yeah. No, no, no. I really do. And, and then I, I said it yesterday on the air that what Hench should have done, A.J. Hench, the manager of the Astros, what he should have done, and, and he had the opportunity. He didn't listen to you, Jay? He had the opportunity to, and he chose not to. And you know what? Now he's suffering for it. He's having to play. Well, the only good thing that came out of yesterday was we're going to get another game here in Houston on Thursday. Friday. Oh, so we get to watch Friday. them lose in front of us. That's Friday. great. No, 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 That's no. great. You're listening to Mornings Lone Star, uh, sponsored by Conroe Coffee and, of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, and hopefully Skippy will be joining us. We're going to continue to talk about Houston sports a little bit because I like talking sports with Jake and other things like that going on around in the Houston area because the NHL maybe – Maybe. maybe Austin getting a soccer team. Maybe, maybe. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But I imagine your show today at uh, one o'clock will kind of go over that. Yeah. So stick around. Morning's Lone Star, ten thirteen. We'll be back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at two zero six North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936 7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at ConroeCoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Who bought what? Who, who bought the, the team that could be coming to Austin? Uh, Columbus Crew. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star. IRLoneStar.com. Connors FM 1045 1061. Talk Block here with me, Dick, and of course, Jake, the engineer and also host of Jake from Sports Talk. Skippy should be joining us. Hopefully, be running to this door any second with tacos. If you're listening, tacos, dude, tacos. Uh, but no, yeah, uh, a lot of cool stuff. I know that casino owner we were talking about wants to bring an NHL team to Texas, uh, to Houston specifically, but mm-hmm. I don't know where they play. I mean, I, I wouldn't trust the NHL in the Toyota Center, but that's really the only viable, like today, solution. Yeah, unless you're going to build another one, but where are you going to build it? You'd have to find it, it had to be, and I don't think you would go east, I don't think you would go out towards uh, Baytown area. Well, I mean, just demolish the Astrodome. 
Yeah, but I think that would really make I, I, that that would be too salty of a start for a, a new team here in the greater Houston area. People love that dome. I don't know why. It's the dome. I mean, I understand there's a lot of childhood memories and and you saw the Astros lose a lot in there and and you know the Oilers were terrible in there for many years and yeah you've seen some some fun rodeos. Well, I, I but mean, I'm just kidding. I would not do it around there. I, no, I I think you would have to go either north up around this area because we've got the land and the space for it, or you have to go west out to Katy. Or well, you just have to do the Toyota Center. I mean, that's the only place to really yeah, do it. Yeah, if you're going to build a new one, that's what you have to do. But I, I think you would just go Well, the Rockets, it. I mean, it would be, it would be like a partnership thing. Well, yeah, it's, there's a lot of teams in the NBA and NHL teams that do that already. Um, the LA Kings and the LA Lakers, they do that with their, their arena. Um, I can name more. Atlanta. Atlanta does it with theirs as well. So it's, it's viable. Um, I, it's not going to happen anytime soon. No. Well, yeah, actually, that's one thing I don't really get about sports when it comes to moving teams. And do, do people, like, for example, why why do, you, why do football, why is it NFL, why do you have to wait for a team to move to have a team? Like, you can't just add a team? Like, because I know they keep doing that sometimes. Like, they added the Texans. The Texans were Texans, not. Texans will be the last team they ever add. Now, why why not? Because how are you going to reconstruct the league in a fair manner? How, how you, you I mean, can you not just keep adding teams of two? One on each side? And then what division do they go in? Now you've got a five-team division rather than a four-team division. So you need to add four teams. Eight. You need to add eight teams each round. Yeah, each time around. You'd have, okay. to, go, you'd have to go four on each side. So I, how did the Texans get added then? Like I said, it would be the last. They were at, they were, it was a cockamamie sort of situation, but they were essentially they were at 31 teams. If if the NFL adds another team, it'll be I think an overseas team. That's what they want, and the NFL usually gets what they want. Why would they do an overseas team? They want one in London. That's where they they want to grow the European game. And I'm I, it's a terrible idea. It's incredibly stupid on their part if they go through with it, because you're not going to ever compete over there with soccer with with their version of football. It's just not going to happen, and it, it would be a waste of money, a waste of time. Well, that's really the only way they're going to grow the league. It wouldn't be a different league; it would just be one league, whether it be just teams all over. I mean, that's the only way to do it. Well, if you're going to if you're going to do it that way, then expand and make it, you know, throw 32 teams in Europe, and then have 32 over there, 32 here, and have it east versus west sort of situation. But the logistics well, I mean, like, behind that. It's well, same thing with the MLS. I know the recent bow out of the uh of the world cup kind of raised some questions about how the developments and things here in the united states with soccer and a lot of people don't realize in soccer around the world there's relegation and so basically if you're the top x amount of teams like the bottom three teams get kicked out of the league and they get kicked out to the bottom the, the league below and the league below whoever the top three of those that season gets bumped up would that work for the nfl i i think it could work for the mls here i think it's i think it works brand well, new league I think I think it would work for for NFL. No, because the NFL, like I said, it's one of those things that there's too much protections in the teams, and they no one wants to risk getting that amount of money and then just losing it because they suck. I mean, the people who support the Bills and everything. I mean, it's going to be awful for them. 
Hey, they're not doing that bad was, this year. <laughs> well, I mean, I I think it really, and that's why Europe does so well with it because they've been developing that system for fifty plus years. So that money stability is somewhat there. And then also the owners and stuff understand the risk, and then they either inject a lot of money or they inject better coaching staff. And I think that's what's important. If you want to play on a world stage in a sport, you need to have the coaching staff and the developmental staff there. And the MLS, since it's the top tier of United States soccer, I mean, it's just not very good. It's not competitive enough. But it's young, and it can still be molded. It, it's. I mean, like, because that's one thing I was asking you. Why not just add teams? Because right now you're having, MLS? you're having like I know San Antonio, I know San Antonio wants a team. That city could definitely support a team. Austin, we're talking about the Columbus Crew. They want to move, but uh, I mean that's just Austin's kind of a hit or miss with sports. I mean they have with, they have with soccer though. I think it would be I think it'd be a very good hit. I don't know, man. That's really I don't really Lots know. Lots of hipsters there. Very Portland esque. Very that's um, true. I mean I I know they have a minor league hockey team and it's somewhat popular there. Uh, and that's really all they have. I know they have a. They used to have a minor league baseball team. They might still, but I mean that's really the only sports they have there. But there's other places around the country that could support Detroit. They could support. They have their own team there already. Uh, and there's uh, Cincinnati has a huge following. Uh, what's funny is Cincinnati has a better turnout for their teams than the Columbus Crew in the MLS. Really? So it's just yeah. Oh yeah, attendance is way higher. And this is what I'm saying. Like, there's a bunch of teams, or a bunch of cities around the United States that could totally just start a team. And what's it going to cost? Because the cost is so much lower than an NFL team. So there's how many teams right now? 22 in the MLS. It, what, how, what do you want to see it grow to? Well, I mean, it also depends on if you want to continue the playoff system for deeming the champ. Because there's like a supporter shield. Which is basically the highest points of the season. It doesn't really mean anything. So ideally, ideally, what you would like to see is them abandon the playoff system, and then go to what we see in Europe, and go to I, I sixty-four think, teams. Go to I mean, I think 40. if they, I think if they, if you look it up online, to look up uh, USA Soccer Pyramid, and basically it shows you all the lower leagues, but they're not directly connected. I think if you opened up the connection to them doing the relegation, then that will really do – I think that will have some influence on the teams having better developmental uh, coaching staff and then also better players and things will be moving around a lot more because a lot of people don't pay attention to those players in those lower leagues. But now they will because either they're moving up or you know that kind of stuff. Is the FC line up here in the Conroe area? Is yeah, that- they're in like the fourth league, I think, fourth tier. The PDL? Yeah. Something okay. like that. Something like that. Amateur? Yeah. What is a USLPA? I've never even heard of them. And NA, NASL? They're classified as pros. I mean, they're yeah, under- they're, they're, they're minor. They're essentially like a AAA. But why, they're their own league. Why don't we? Yeah, why don't we? If we have this much of an infrastructure, why don't we? That's what I'm saying. That's what, that's what, well, mainly what, it's, what uh, the main concern with it I know for sure is that the MLS failed in the 80s, mm-hmm. equivalent to the MLS. And basically, when they started it up at it again, they didn't want to lose their investment, so they had to protect it. And that's why moving teams and things like that is kind of – it's very well controlled like the NFL. That's what they want to make it is like the NFL. But soccer itself, it's not – that sport, it really depends on the relegation system to have better development. Well, and even beyond that, you're not going to compete here in the United States with, with the NFL, so how can you – 
how can you ask yourself to well, be that? Yeah, because basically what you what you come down to is, hey, do we want to actually have a good a uh, good league in the sense of world stage, or do you just want to have a league enough to where we can pay these big name players to come play here when they retire? Because really what's going to happen with U.S., like the actual U.S.-born soccer players, they're going to Spartan up and not want to play here. They're going to want to – you're going to get the few who want to get the cash, but a few – like who those who want to take it serious from age from like 18 to 30, they're going to go overseas because it's a better uh, better system over there. I, I didn't realize how much of a minor league system they kind oh, of already huge. have in place. Uh, so you could easily transition to this too. Yeah. You, you, could, you could find – probably another 10 cities to throw teams into and divide them up into largest market in the MLS and then smaller ones down to the next two and then start your relegation system there. Yeah. And the smaller markets don't feel like they have to compete with the, the dynamo and the Casey sporting KC and all that stuff. But they also feel as though a hey, week can work our way up in this relegation system and get up to that talent-wise you know maybe market-wise will never be quite that but we can get up there talent-wise so well if anything it creates more competition and creates more viewership because i know for sure that's a popular thing like imagine being able to watch all the sport you like every day because say your your favorite teams in the lower leagues but you start paying attention oh hey we actually might play in the upper leagues i'm gonna start watching the mls and things like that so you'll get you'll get more of an audience that means more money from tv people and that's how really those all what, stay what's, what's the ownership situation for the MLS? Uh, it's actually really suspicious. Because <laughs> um, when I first More started, conspiracy well, theories. like there's a there's an organization that owns six teams, and it first started. The Dynamo were owned by it, and it's like the people who own LA Galaxy, and then there's f- uh, four other teams that they own, and then they started selling them off, basically. And then I think they still own like three or four teams because I think the Dynamo is owned by like four people right now. And Oscar De La Hoya is one of them. Is uh, he really? Yeah, he really is. That's awesome. I did not know that. Yeah, no, that's what, uh, you know, it's funny is when my buddies were talking about San Antonio not really working, I said, well, you'd be surprised with uh, with cities that have a huge influence from South and Central America. What the Dynamo essentially did is they owned it. And they like they hired a Hispanic coach who's, oh, yeah. who's wildly successful in the Hispanic community. Uh, like, if, for example, the reason I say that is like ESPN recently came out with the top 30 most influential uh, Central and South America people in sports. And he's like number 30. And a Houston yeah. Dynamo coach is on that. And so that's pretty cool. Well, yeah. I mean, and if you're going to go at it, you got to you got to play to your market, right? Yeah. I mean, it, that's, it, that's why that's why the NFL well, plays I mean that, to, to the conservative Republican, because that's the, that's the majority of their market. And that's how they're successful today. Yeah. Is a lot of our players come from Honduras and things like that, and they're inexpensive, but they they have the raw talent, and if you have the right coaching staff, and they communicate well already because everyone speaks Spanish pretty much, <laughs> so that because that's a no, no that's no, a no, big no, no, issue no. Yeah. like over in Europe and stuff because everyone didn't speak German. Everyone it allows speak. that Latin culture to to flow over, and that it definitely improves the team. And you can see that's I mean the the Dynamo or the camaraderie. It the works. passion, the love. It works. It works. But uh, you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, Jake from Sports Talk. We're having a good day. I'm yeah. getting two hours today, baby. Woo! But uh, it is 1028. Skippy, I hope you make it in. Uh, those tacos better be gosh darn delicious. Uh, we're going to be coming back. Thanks for tuning in. We've got a choice to make. We can let it pass.
Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002, offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936-CONROE-C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Welcome back, Mornings Lone Star. We're here for another 30 minutes. Filling in for Skippy is Jake. Talking sports because there's nothing else more to talk about besides Ellen DeGeneres today. Well, we can dive back into that if you want. I mean, I I, I don't I, I I don't know anything about her, and she they, they like celebrated her 20 year anniversary of her coming out on the show, uh, they announcing that she was a lesbian, and I. I mean, I knew that always that she was. Just do you think that's going to be normal? Like you celebrate that kind of stuff? I don't know, but that, but they celebrated. I mean, she was, I think, like one of the first to do it on actual television, like during a show. Yeah, and so it was kind of a big. It was not kind of. It was a big deal, but I I never. I mean, to me, it wasn't a big deal because it's kind of. I don't want to say I'm numb to it, but it's it's just more of a common. A common occurrence these days, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, yeah, sure, mm. you know, yeah. But yeah, that's what I have to say about that. Well, I, I don't. I mean, like, I, I don't know. Again, like, it's kind of puzzling, especially the interview coming out today. I guess more people can join in on it when they see it, or they can find the leak. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of, it's such a weird thing, and I do actually. This can be kind of a conversation change thing but i want i have you here i just want to ask you this recently there was a report of north carolina i think it was they got out of sanctions from the ncaa did you hear about this the basketball program yeah so yeah. why was that so controversial because they just didn't get in trouble and they can just do whatever they want or what no it wasn't it, it wasn't controversial it, not that they could get away with anything they want to um it was it was controversial because they got off early and people thought they shouldn't have gotten off early and that was that was the thing but the NCAA has shown over recent years not just in the basketball world but also the um also on the football side of things as well with Penn State they they let Penn State off early as well it, it's a good behavior sort of situation whereas 
it, just like if you're in prison, if you get sentenced to five years, but you know, possibly two with good behavior and all that, that's the reason why it was so, but people thought that, you know, Hey, you're giving them the break because they're North Carolina, but it, it, it goes in line with what the NCAA has been doing. And don't get me started. The NCAA should be disbanded and destroyed and set on fire and never used again. Oh, yeah? It's a terrible system, awful system. And we need to get a better governing body for NCAA. And, I mean, I can go on a rant all day about it, but, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, it was, I don't know. It was kind of a, it, it, I don't want to say wishy-washy. They cheated, and, and, and rightfully so, they should have been punished. But it wasn't anything egregious. It wasn't like what we're seeing now. With Louisville and yeah, and, and I mean, they actually every, have proof. everything else that's going on with the FBI investigation into the money laundering. So I mean, people are going to see jail time. Like that's wow <laughs> for sneakers, folks. Sneakers, all for sneakers. Isn't that crazy how they developed a monetary system to be like, if we get these players so they wear our sneakers, we'll make this much money in the long run because we sell so many more sneakers. Well, it went beyond that too, because I mean, you're also talking about um, agents. Getting compensation for it. Well, I mean, that, that's the whole what that money drives this situation. No, no, yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So the money came from these. It started with sneakers. It started with these athletic companies who do apparel. And that's where they saw, hey, this is, we're going to develop a system that's totally illegal. And we're just so we can make sure this player's wearing these sneakers when he plays basketball at this point in his life. It's, right? Yeah, and that's basically no, what it no, is, no, that's right? That's exactly what it is. I want to know who did it first. I want to know if it was Adidas or Nike because they haven't come out and said, you know, when did it officially start? We, we don't have the full report Well, yet. I think they just rolled with it. I think, like— Well, I'm sure Adidas I, was it, like, if Adidas did it first, I'm sure Adidas was like, hey, you know what? We could do this. Like, we could, we could, we could probably get away with this. What would it take for <laughs> LeBron James to wear our sneakers? And then, and then here comes Nike. Oh, yeah, we could do that, too. And then it, it just it snowballs effect. But LeBron was not involved with this. Don't throw his his good name through the mud. Well, no, I just made that up. No, I know. But someone's paying him money to do something. Well, he went straight to, to the pros, so he didn't play in college. Oh, and that's the only reason this is weird, because he, the people, players got money in college? Yeah. Oh, that, that's the whole reason behind it. That's the whole reason. Why would you go to jail for that? Because there's money laundering involved and and how's it or not money laundering sorry money fraud because using they, wi they wire transfers for illegal actions I think is the who deemed it illegal the FBI is because you're only breaking the NCAA rules right that's the only rules that are technically I, breaking I, I, are they just not paying their taxes on this stuff <laughs> no I don't it's weird though it's weird I don't know where the federal side of it yeah. comes into play but but they said basically through the use of of Federal wire transfers. That's using the the trans. You have to you have to read into it. I I, I wish I would, I knew more about government law. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> it doesn't because they, they could have just wirely transferred stuff to LeBron. But he, he they didn't do it while he was in high school. So, but what does it matter? Because <laughs> the NCAA says it matters. <laughs> Man, so you were telling me the NFL had their meeting yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was about kneeling, about using— It was about the protesting during the National Anthem, and everybody uh, last week was like, oh, they're going to ask them to, to, you know, they're going to change the rule, they're going to make them they're going to make them stand during the National Anthem and everything. And, it, you know, Goodell came out yesterday after the after the meeting and the press conference and said, no, we, we're not going to make them do anything they don't want to do, and we're, we're fine with them protesting. We, we think they're—I forget his exact words, but basically said, 
they're you know man among they're men among men uh, among boys. There we go, men among boys and everything like that. And so I don't know. It, it, it was a productive meeting as far as what the players said. They they felt as though the coaches that were there because not all thirty two coaches were there. And a lot of the big names that are out in protest about this still were not there. Like Jerry Jones was not at this meeting. He's not a coach, though. No, it wasn't coaches. It was owners, owners, okay. owners and players, and got uh, Goodell. So, uh, it, I, and I briefly saw something, and I've, I've been trying to find out the exact details on it. But I briefly saw a legislation that they signed with the players, and they're sending it to the government, basically trying to pull off some reform or appeal of the current process in which um, players go or in which police go through training and stuff like that to help them get more, you know, better training, stuff like that. Oh, because that's a federal issue? Well, they're going to, they're going to, no, they're going to make it a federal. I, I, Trump has already come out and responded to it. I know he has. I just haven't got around to actually looking at what Trump has said about it yet. But if you tune in at one, o'clock here on Lone Star Community Radio. You can hear the full story in detail on it. Oh. But, but yeah, it's, what a what a tease. What a tease. But yeah, it's a uh, it's an interesting situation overall. So and then for those who are like, goodness gracious, I've got my fellow sports this morning. If you have some if you are not queasy when it comes to watching bad things as far as bodily injury goes uh, in the sports world, go look up the Gordon Hayward breaks leg and I'm not working it up. Oh man. It was, it was gnarly. I mean, I, I broke my leg last, last April and it made my, my leg hurt where I broke it. I don't, wanna, just, I don't wanna talk about it anymore. It was, it was, Oh yeah. He, he broke his tibula, a fractured tibula and, uh, a dislocated ankle, which sounds like the most painful thing to dislocate. But if you get a chance to go and look that up, it up. <laughs> that's pretty dang funny but yeah there's a lot of stuff going on our, our skippy hopefully is going to be making it in pretty soon if he can and uh he'll just walk into the door but i know there another breaking leg in the first six minutes of him on the court was pretty crazy i mean and they just traded and for him they just got they i mean this first great first game and starting his new life he went to he chose the celtics because he wanted to play for that coach and yeah six so minutes he's out for the season oh he's done yeah for the year he's done for the year so which is uh, at this point, I was I was joking yesterday. At this point, if I was this, if I was a Celtics front office, I would just put everybody on injury reserve for the rest of the year. All my good players, just put them on injury reserve, and that way they don't get hurt. We tank this year. We get the first first pick of the draft, and we just continue to build this team because that's what you do in the NBA. You tank and you get you get first round draft picks. Uh, really? Yeah. Have you not heard about this? Like this tanking? Isn't nonsense? that collusion? Oh, it's definitely collusion. It's definitely collusion. So, oh, oh, who is this ugly homeless man Stop walking? The Stop the show. <laughs> Dick, are you there? Dick, oh, my God. Sorry, I'm late. Uh, it's all set up like Jake. Your, your mic's off. You got you to gotta push that red button, right? One are to the right. There? Red other one. There are you there? Go. We've only been doing this for how long now? Uh, right. <laughs> is, there, is it set up? Hey, did you see, did you see the Ellen interview? Uh, I, I've been told by my kid, apparently, um, Jake has orchestrated my kidnapping this morning. He's trying to turn our morning show into the sports talk block. So I had to escape. It was horrible, Dick. It was horrible. There were, it was a, a squad of professional cheerleaders who tied me down 
and they kept me hostage with cheesecake and whipped cream. What's happening? I escaped. I'm here. I finally made it. Uh, so, so we can get off this sports talk with NCAA and and why it's illegal to pay amateur high school players money because then they become professionals. Whoa, that- whoa, whoa! I never said it was. I didn't say it was morally wrong. It, I just said it's against the law. NCAA, well, NCAA Dick, law. Well, yeah, Dick was asking what the difference was. You can't pay a high school player a professional uh, money because then they go from amateur to professional, and that gets them out of the school. You, you can't be professional. Undergoing a scholarship scholarship at school, so that's what that was all about. But that's the NCAA rule. Yeah, that's rules. the NCAA rule. Not, mm-hmm. not a federal rule. That's not breaking the law law. Uh, I'll have to check into that one. But anyhow, so I escaped the cheerleaders, and uh, thank you, Jake. Appreciate You're it. You're welcome. <laughs> Did you say hi to Cindy for me? <laughs> that was Cindy C-Y-N-D-I, right? Correct, with, correct. with a heart over with the, the heart. Over yeah, the yeah, yeah. Yep. She sends her love. Uh, uh, apparently, uh, one of my kidnappers told me to relate to you that Ellen uh, is on the show at uh, KHOU. Channel 11? Was that in question about something? No, no. What time? What time? Because uh, neither of us watched Daytime Television. Right. Well, no, I was saying that it's kind of suspicious. That's the first interview somebody does for a topic that is this hot is to go on daytime television to yep. talk about it. 3 p.m. today. So 3 I mean, p.m. Central. Central time. Yep. That's a central daylight time because we're still in daylight saving time. When do we go? When's the jump? It's October, isn't uh, it? Usually, but now it's November. It's the first part of November this time around. It's a, why is that? Who decides this? I'm telling you. The uh, NCAA? Daily, yeah, right. No, triple A. AC double triple A is who it is. Uh, yeah, the daylight saving time, and it's saving singular, not plural people. Sorry, I'm a grammar nerd. Um, we know. You tell us like every day. I, no, I like to drive that point home every day. I think day. we're going to make uh, – uh, a bingo game with the things you say on the air. That would be great. I think we're gonna. Do you gotta that. add drinking to that though. So, so Dick, what we'll do is we'll we'll, we'll both have a car, and every time <laughs> with different sayings on each of it. Every see, time multiple go, multiple ex wives. Uh, grammar nerd. Grammar nerd. Um, uh, you don't like Star Trek Discovery. Uh, mentioning of his kids. You know. <laughs> He's old. I'm old. Uh, our two our two ages are you yeah. know more than his age singularly. Yeah, get me in on this, man. <laughs> That'll add a whole well, new dimension to the show. Well, you can't play. <laughs> Says who? Is that in the NCAA rules? It's the NCAA. Guys, I missed you. I'm so sorry yeah. that I was out this morning. Yeah, I'm cut glad you're back. We're done. I'm glad you're back. The show's over. No, uh, we'll be back after this quick segment. Just wanting to say a quick shout out to our sponsors, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, of course, in Montgomery County, and then moving on to Conroe Coffee. We'll be back with Skippy. <laughs> Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Between the Crichton Theater and the Owen Theater, Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with tasty treats and Italy's favorite coffee. Have your favorite coffee or just have a midday snack be personally delivered to you at any location in downtown Conroe. All you have to do is call 936 Conroe C or 936-266-7632. We'd like to thank our sponsor at Conroe Coffee for supporting Mornings with Lone Star and Lone Star Community Radio. Don't forget to check them out online at conroecoffee.com. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning has been Montgomery County's business cleaning service since 2002. 
offering professional office cleaning in areas such as restroom, stairwells, elevator, floor care, pretty much every angle of your office. One-time cleaning is available, but you will want these guys back. Offering daily, weekly, monthly scheduled cleanings, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning works around your business needs. Schedule a cleaning today online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or call 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Mornings with Lone Star. Did you miss me? I'm back. Yeah, I'm tired of doing the intros. <laughs> Glad you did. A lot of work there. Yeah, I, I know, right? I got to work my, my tongue and my lips and my throat. It's Skippy with Jake and Dickie in the studio for our last section of the talk block. Skippy apologizes for being late. He's very busy and important. And I don't was- like when you call him Dickie. <laughs> like treats him like a little boy. I was trying to invoke the old. Well, I am a little boy, you know. According to him, dinosaur over here. That's no, right. grandpa. Yeah. Oh, that's one on the bingo card. <laughs> oh no! No, I no do he it. has to. I have to do it. It's not like I'm yelling at you kids to get off my lawn. See, there yeah, you that, go. That's another one. There you go. No. Yeah, we got to get these cards together. <laughs> I wonder if we'll have like the trifecta one day where he says like four of them in a row, and it'd be like it's the bingo! perfect. It's the perfect. <laughs> Dick's head just explodes. It's like, well, you know, growing up in England, I got to tell you, see, there's another growing one. Growing up in England, um, yeah. So, Jesus Campos, huh? I told you. Three o'clock today on Ellen. Yeah, it, there's a little inception going on this morning with the news report because they're reporting the news of a report that he's going to be on a show that's reporting what happened. Either Ellen Payton, now, now see me, let me make sure I get this right. So, yesterday, he. On his own volition, went to the Ellen yeah. Studios, filmed something without an audience, and it's going to be presented today on her show. Yeah. Okay. And you said something about there being a leak. So. Well, no, someone released uh, leaked the footage of the interview Ooh. yesterday. Oh, so do we know what he said? Well, yeah, there's, there's, yeah, you can, I mean, I can't find it that it's been removed, but uh, there are, there are transcripts and stuff. But you're going to watch it today. Like, I'm going to watch it today, but I want to know where, where, where have you been? What have you been doing? Who's been doing it to you? And why'd you wait so long? And well, I'll be sorely disappointed if he did it just for the money. I think it's really interesting now that the, he chose to do it on a late night talk show. Here, I'm, I'm looking. I found it. Well, Ellen's so not late night. Want, Ellen's we, daytime. Ellen's daytime talk show. That's what I meant. Like, he chose not to do that. Oh, because I asked Jake in the, in the uh, later earlier in the show, I go, okay, say you're in this scenario where you have your you have something to talk about. What show would what show would you go on? And I was like, you know, sixty minutes to me is like one of those ones up there that it's more serious or it has twenty twenty sixty minutes. Yeah, and yeah. I, 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 I objected to that because I I think that they have the ability to put their their own political agendas into it and influence the interview in a certain way. I'm Team Jake on that because it's all in the editing, truly. Yeah. And Ellen is viewed as, especially with the the state of late night comedy, and I use finger quotes on that that I've been ranting about. Uh, the most that's another one. Yeah, that's another one on the bingo card. Hello, we got more guests uh, hanging out our window. We're just opening the doors to everybody here. Uh, Ellen is most trusted. It seems it used to be Oprah, but Oprah kind of like sold out to the man kind of thing because he's got O magazine and stuff. So I think Ellen is. What'd you call Oprah? How's that selling out to the man if you create a magazine? Because <laughs> you are the man. Oh, she became the man. She became the man. She sold out to the man, became the man, and now she's and like. People can do that today. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. Who do you think leaked this? 
Oh, I mean, it's just, oh, you never know. That, you know the old story? Putin. Putin over here did it. I mean, How can three people keep a secret, kill two of them? You know, all it just takes is one cameraman, one sound guy, one floor director, one host, and one guest. Well, especially if it's so if it's produced as this, it's gonna be it's gonna be on some server somewhere, and yeah, it's real easy. Well, I want to find out. I want to know where you've been, Jesus. I'm be watching. Well, no, that's what that's the only thing that was really. And he wasn't alone in this interview. Yeah, he has somebody next to him, Mr. Uh, Stephen Shuck. Who's Stephen Shuck? His lawyer? He, nope, engineer, building engineer for the hotel. Ooh, because I think because uh, from what I understand, they just go over what happened. They don't do anything like where he's been. But or... even that will, I mean, that's good. I'd like to know where he's been, but at least we, we got to lock down the timeline. We have, again, in the city where everything's recorded, no one can determine. Well, the conspiracy the theory with it is Alan has a bunch of slot machines and, cas- and casinos over there in Las Vegas. So that's why they chose her to get the interview because you know how he's been closely monitored by the union and then also by the casinos because uh-huh. they're afraid of getting sued uh from people and so it's holy of, cow so that's kind of like the conspiracy theory right now f- with it that's awesome to do, hear. You, do you think fbi was behind the the, the camera scenes like what's, monitoring wait, no, what's the, even scarier about the fbi is if you watch all the sheriff interviews for the public you can see the fbi right behind him and you can you can see them telling him what like how far to go like, there's audio of them saying, like, don't go that far. Yeah, but, but the again, FBI that, has jurisdiction, in, and they know... Well, they're investigating stuff, yeah. so, I mean, that's completely understandable, but... And the 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 spokesman for the Las Vegas Police Department, the sheriff, uh, was really cool guy, but he was local police, so he doesn't know the protocols of what you can say and what you can't. Well, yeah, and but that that's why I'm curious if, if behind the camera... You know, you've got the cameraman, but then to his right and left, you also have FBI agents talking to them on, because, I mean, obviously this is going to be edited. We're going to see an edited form of this. Right. So, but I wonder if they had a, a mic or a, a Bluetooth earpiece in and Ellen's ear saying, nope, can't ask that. Nope, can't ask that. Well, it depends. Here's the thing. If this is live to tape or if it's edited. Well, it'll be edited. I, I, I imagine yeah, it it'll be edited. Well, the interview? Yeah. yeah, it's already done. I, no, I have it right here. We can watch it. No, I mean... Don't come barging into the door. No, I mean cutting in, cutting out things that shouldn't have been said. Meaning, was it live? Meaning, did they just record it and they're going to show it as is with no things edited out? I, I think you're going to see an edited form, a cut form. Hmm. Uh, well, Dick can answer. He's seen the video. Yeah, we can watch it after this. Nice. Cool. No. But uh, but yeah. So I just I, th- I figured you would want to know that because that was the only puzzling thing to me is somehow daytime television gets an exclusive. I don't think that rarely happens unless it's like page six news. Mm-hmm. And it, this isn't to me is page six news. So it's just kind of funny that they chose a daytime television person. Uh, my so. concern is that this is going to raise more questions than it than it's going to answer. I have to agree. I, I am very much looking forward to, to watching this. So no spoilers because, uh, well, no, we're going to watch it after. You have the footage, right? Yeah. Okay, we're going to watch it. Did you bring the uh, tacos? I had tacos this morning, and you didn't another, bring. Well, they, but they, 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 they weren't our working tacos. They were they were emergency backup tacos. Emergency backup tacos. from a place near my house. They weren't quite lazy, but they were like they were they were elderly actors. They were they were idling in neutral tacos. <laughs> they weren't lazy, but they weren't really going anywhere. 
This segment is sponsored by Carmelita's Tacos <laughs> down the street. Give us tacos or we will take hostages. But no, uh, but yeah, outside that, we had a good morning without you. So well, make lots, sure. lots of sports. Fine. Lots of sports. I'm sure your wife was probably like, who is this idiot talking sports on our well, show? Well, it's funny. Well, there's Hold some, on, good, there's some good sports going on. on Houston Rockets started yesterday. And then the Astros got crushed yesterday. Yeah, sorry. Evan, and then. I'm so sorry to hear they no, kind of right. lost it. I, I was fingers were crossed, but when I, the, I, already, writing, I already ranted Jake, on it. I'm not going to watch anymore. Don't because I know it was please, me. Please. I know that was the only game I decided to watch, and then they started losing right when I started watching it. I was like, oh, that's what I love about the superstitions thing because you know both sides are doing it. It's like you know both teams are in the locker room beforehand before every game, going, "Dear Lord, please grant us victory on the field of battle." Both sides are doing this, so now God has to go. Well, great. They're both asking me. I've got to flip a coin. And it's like, neither <laughs> you, the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, no, that's, what, that's what's going to happen. Literally. Who's winning this tennis match? The water boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Right? That but uh, cool. we're going to have to be going, folks. So Bye. thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will be on God, tomorrow morning like at 8 a.m. We will be on at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, Eight-ish. Eight-ish. <laughs> and we will be back, I promise. This is kind of an unsuspected thing. And uh, we had a good time today. So good, I'm glad if, that you were able to have so much fun without me. My cheerleaders did a good job. <laughs> they did. So they did an awesome I encourage job. everybody Thank listening you. to uh, hear from our sponsors, Conroe Coffee, and of course, Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Also, this show is podcasted. Our 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock is always podcast on iTunes and Google Play, and then also on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe to that if you do miss a show. Tomorrow, it's going to be Skippy and I, and we might have a special guest. Carly might be returning to Mornings with Lone Star. <laughs> so our friend Carly from across the street. So uh, she will be saying hi, hi. occasionally. Cool. So how about that? Yay. Uh, it is 1054 here on Lone Star Community Radio. Come up next. It's going to be a replay of Montgomery County Lifestyle. Uh, to answer Jake's question of why Nathan looks so crappy over the weekend, he's sick. So that's why he looks so crappy. When did I say that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was trying to do a segue. Sorry, of like, kid. You can't save everybody. Yeah, he's just not going to be in today, folks. What's, so What uh, is that bumper music, Dick? Shake Ward. You're oh, late. You're you, late. You, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm yeah. Way we'll late see you later. One. We're getting hey, out of here. we're all wearing blue shirts, did you notice? Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respected video or podcast formats on YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. If you have any questions regarding the show, either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host, contact the station manager at D-I-C-K at IRLoneStar.com or call the station at 936-647-3776. This show was recorded in downtown Conroe, Texas at the Lone Star Community Radio Studio. And Lone Star Community Radio reserves all rights to this recording and images.